Hello my friends, summertime is on its way. That means warmer temperatures are going to be here before you know it. Are you ready? Don't let the hot air sneak up on you. Call my friends at American Heating and Air Conditioning today. Dusty and his team have over 35 years of experience on their side and they can resolve any heating and air conditioning problems that might come your way. Call 918-336-9171 today. Don't delay. Call 918-336-9171. American Heating and Air Conditioning. You're listening to the Northfield Radio Program where faith, family, and culture all collide with the biblical worldview. There is a war that's raging for the hearts and the minds and the spirits of men and women. And you and I as Christians are on the forefront of that battle. The question is, what will you do? To find out more about the Northfield Radio Program and Caleb Gordon, go to www.calebgordon.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. So excited that you're here with us today. As always, want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. So on today's program, I have my friend Jeremy Little come on and we just talk about life. Like he and I grew up together. Like we met each other in seventh grade and we just... We've been in each other's lives ever since. Our parents were friends, and we've just been really, really good friends, and we both love Jesus, and so we want to talk about just our life, and we have a good time with that. So I hope that this this conversation encourages you and makes you laugh maybe a little bit because a lot of that happens on this one. So I um, hope you guys enjoy it. We'll uh, let's dive in. Welcome to the Northfield Nation, Mr. Jeremy Little. How are you doing, my friend? I'm great, Caleb. How are you? Doing well. So if you hear the... The coffee's percolating in mm, the background, Coffee. so you might hear it in the microphone because this microphone is picking up lots right now. Will it pick up my sipping on the coffee I brought? It probably... It did. There it is. It... Yeah, it went... It was big. Oh, man. I got I got stuff on the graph. You're thingy. big on the graph. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Sound waves. I got sound waves. Sound waves. Um, so I just wanted to bring you, we've been trying to put this together where you and I just get on here and talk about us and growing up and all that kind of fun stuff for like six months now. A long now. time. We've been trying for a hot minute. So Jeremy and I grew up, we, when did we first move? We were like, oh gosh, was it sixth grade? Probably. I think it was sixth grade. It was probably like at Falls Creek or something like that. Maybe before that. No, it was a Wesleyan. It was WCS. Oh, was it at school? I started going in seventh grade. Okay, so seventh grade. So, yeah. That's when we officially met then. It was, mm-hmm. was... Which was 1992? 92. 90, oh, my gosh. Yeah. 92. 92. That's ridiculous. That was, a, that was a, lot, a while ago. How old are we now? Well, I'm still 29. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Plus 11. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. I think you're in your forties now. Yep, I'm here. Happy forty. I'm forty one. I'll be forty two in November. You just hit forty, right? Yeah, just a couple months ago. You had the big party. You guys went to. Your wife surprised you for the fortieth, yes. and you guys. Because if you don't know, Jeremy is a coffee lover like I am. And oh, I didn't. Your mug says Wyoming. Oh yeah, it's it's our Starbucks Wyoming mug. Little plug for Starbucks. That's if you want what, to sponsor the podcast. That that's where. Outpost actually helps sponsor this podcast. I know, I'm just kidding. Golly. Maybe I shouldn't say wow. that. Yeah, why, we why would that? You, why, no, we're not editing that. But I'm from Wyoming. I know you are. I was born there. My wife was born there. 
I did not know that. Yes. Where was she born? Gillette. I was born in Douglas, which is not too far. Not too far. I mean, in terms of Wyoming, there's nothing close. <laughs> nothing is close in Wyoming. No, in fact, she will tell stories about traveling for high school sports <clears throat> and how it was a multiple day event to go yeah. do one track meet or cross country meet. Yeah. Because, I mean, literally from one town to another town is hours. 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 It's like not driving across Oklahoma. Literally. And it's, but it's prettier. I yes. say that. It, the, the country's prettier. All right. So I did not know your wife was born in yeah. Wyoming. Holy cow. So, yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, we met a long time ago. A long time ago. See, this is what happens. I don't even. We have no plan for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally just us talking. Um, so, we met in seventh grade. Yep. And we. you. In fact, you know what? I, I was just playing for my daughter, Hannah. I played her the concert from DC Talk at. Like that, maybe the, the free at last one. Uh-huh. It was on, it's online. You can find oh, it's it. Online. It's on YouTube. I don't yeah. know if it's it. I don't know if it's at. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one maybe of the center. But it, one. it was that tour. Yeah, that was my first concert that you took me. That's I went awesome. with you and your mom and your brother. And yes, I my mind I'm not was, in my head like people can see me. <laughs> my mind was blown. I literally stood on that in that in the maybe center. It was going. Wow, those were good times. That's an amazing. So yeah, that was that was my first concert. You took me to it. Do you remember when we sang a duet for the talent show? I do. Word to the father. Yes. Word to the fa- word to the father. <laughs> I literally was. <laughs> word to the father. Holy smoke. Word. Say word to the father. Yes, I. Re- <laughs> we bonded over a love of music. We we sure did. That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. All right. So you after after high school. You went to Oklahoma Wesleyan? Yes. And graduated from there in... 2002. 02? Mm-hmm. And what, what's been going on in your life since then? So, just, I mean... if That's, that's a loaded, that's a giant question. It is a giant question. 2002 to 2019 is a lot of time. Well, and I could even take it back a little bit to tell you why I did what I did after college. Okay. So, um, in eighth grade, I God called me to ministry. Mm-hmm. Very, very clear. Um, he said, you're going to be a pastor. Come on. It's like, awesome. So I was one of those guys that went into college, had no question what I was doing because I was going to get a pastoral ministry degree. So that's what I did. Uh, pastoral and youth ministry from Oklahoma Wesleyan university, um, got hired at a church in Michigan, uh, straight out of school. And my wife and I got married that same summer. Mm -hmm. And so I've been a youth pastor for, oh, I was a youth pastor for 12 years. We spent six years in Michigan, uh, a couple of years in Wichita, Kansas, working with Youth for Christ, and then um, a couple of years in Western Oklahoma, running a youth center for a church there. And um, I remember that youth center. I know. Yeah, that's also we were just talking before we started recording. Uh-huh. That was my first time to have a latte. This is how I uh, got Caleb you hooked got, on you coffee. Hooked on coffee because I made him a latte. <laughs> Um, and it's all been downhill from there. But now Outpost sponsors your podcast. Yeah, so I love them. They make great co- they lattes. Make, yeah, Outpost Coffee for all your caffeinated beverage needs. Outpostcoffeeco.com. Yeah, you can still order coffee beans if you're listening to this live right now during all this madness. <laughs> um, live, I know this is live, right? Uh, yeah, you can still order coffee beans from them, and they'll bring it to your house. So go order coffee beans. Deli- then they, they delivered to your house, didn't they? Well, they used to. So I got man, we're gonna another tangent. Here we go. This is what happens when we don't have notes. I got started with Outpost when they were known as Heartland Coffee Roasters. Yep. 
In fact, uh, Wes told me a couple months ago that he was looking at records of how long some customers had been customers. And he goes, I've got you ordering coffee from us at least five years ago. This was back around Christmas time. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Like buying coffee beans. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a loyalist. Like once I find something that I like, I kind of stick with it. And so I love them. They were local and working for a local business. I'm all about supporting local yeah, business. And big time. so, yeah, I have been buying almost exclusively Outpost Coffee, Heartland slash Outpost, I can't speak, for like six years. That's awesome. So, yeah, they're amazing people. Love them. Uh, yeah. Back to the other story. Though. So I back to ministry. Yeah, I want to finish this. because We're this... both riddled with ADD, so that's, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Squirrel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The summer of 2013, we were youth pastors out in western Oklahoma. We were on a trip, and my wife and I both independently felt God telling us that we were done doing youth ministry. Really? And very, very clear. And no further instruction. I don't know if God's ever given you one of those. Yeah. Where you're done, do this, but um, you know, no next steps yet. And so we... We prayed about what next steps might be. We thought about staying out there for about a half second. And then we thought, well, let's just go back to Bartlesville. And to, you know, just call back a little bit. I grew up here, wanted to live anywhere else but here after college. <laughs> and uh, my wife always didn't, always wanted to come back. I was like, we can retire there. That would be a great it's place a great to retire. It's a great retirement community. a great place to retire. Right? It still might be a good place to retire. We just came back a little early. <laughs> Um, so we came back, no plan, uh, lived with my parents at 33 years old and two kids, uh, for nine months and worked some weird, odd jobs, um, worked at DSR for yeah. a few months and another, uh, another sponsor of the program, another, another great place, a great local business. Um, and all the while really searching what God had for us here. Like, why are we here? Why did you call us out of youth ministry? I've always led worship. I've been leading worship since I was a junior in high school. Yeah. thought maybe I'm supposed to be a worship pastor. So I had some friends in different cities that their worship pastors at their churches had just resigned. So they were like, hey, give me your resume. It'll be great. You'll be the first one on the pastor's desk. I'm like, cool. I think I sent out three of those. <laughs> Did not hear back from any, any of them. The, not even a thanks for your resume. Wow. Nothing. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, not even not that. Not even that. It was Ooh. just like, they ghosted me is what they did. They mm-hmm. just completely ignored me. Um, I'm not sure if I'm using that term right. Again, no, you did. We established it's... earlier that I'm old, so I shouldn't be using I think you used it right. Like, okay, good. I think ghosted, I'll have to check with my kids, but I'm almost <laughs> 99.9% sure that is the correct usage of that, of that word. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Um. So we just kept plugging away at what we were doing here. We were here for a year yeah, with no real, no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I wanted to find a full-time job that could support the family, but I still wanted, I still had that, that call to ministry. I didn't know where it was. I explored the idea of being a campus pastor at a different church. Mm -hmm. And then one day, all the while serving, we attended First Wesleyan. I served on the worship team there as a volunteer. Um, and Pastor Joe called me one day and said, Hey, you, um, you know, our small groups pastor is leaving. Would you be interested in, in that position? It's part-time, uh, but we, could, we think you'd be really good at it. And I said, I would love to do it. 
I've got to find a better full-time job too, though, if I'm going to stay in Bartlesville. Yep. And um, he said, okay, well, you know, take as up to two weeks and let me know. Okay. Within seven days of that call, I get another call, totally unexpected, short story, job offer, where I work now at Patriot Auto Group. And uh, they are not a sponsor of the podcast. They're not. Um, <laughs> but I, that's, you know, we're telling my story. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but within seven days, God brought two job offers. That's awesome. That worked well together. My, mm-hmm. my boss is a Bible believing solid guy. Awesome. And he knew going into it that I was also taking a job at the church and that that would mean in the middle of a weekday for two or three hours every week, going to the church for meetings. And he was okay with that. And he's like, he's willing to work around stuff. And I've continued to grow with that company and, and get better positions. And it's been a really good, solid, um, paying job and, and a great work environment. And my ministry at the church has changed and grown. And now I'm one of the worship pastors for one That's of the so services awesome. and I love it. I yeah. love every minute of it. That's really cool. And, even there was even a time where I went back and forth trying to decide, well, like, do I really I want to go back into full time ministry? Like, mm-hmm. that's what I, I love that. And I really have come to a place where I'm at peace with where God has me right now. That's good. That's Part time, really quote unquote, for note for the audio, doing the air quotes. Sure. But, um, you know, part time ministry. But and then full time another job. But I love it. Yeah. And it's really feel like. <laughs> Let me ask, have you noticed the ability to share your faith in your quote unquote secular job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, I mean, if you've ever been in a car dealership, there's people yeah. that work there that don't know Jesus, <laughs> but I think that's the truth in any, 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 industry. any business. Sure. Um, and so, but so I've been able to build these relationships with these people that I would, wouldn't otherwise even exactly. know. And so, and they know I'm not shy about who I am. Mm-hmm. And what I believe, and so they know, and and I've had I've had guys, I don't know if they're Christians or not, that don't think they are, but they've asked me to pray for them on a regular basis. Yeah, um, they'll just ask me to come over and talk with them when you know they've got a break or something because yeah. they're like I I like talking to you a lot better than any of these other people, <laughs> and I'm like okay. Cool. I've noticed that at the same that at DSR where I work, is the same. I mean, I've had multiple atheists come to church with me. I just like I ask them, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" And they say, "Nothing." I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> you want to go to church with me?" And they say, "Yes." That's awesome. Like that's the thing that's insane is they'll say yes to me. And I I've I've told I, I don't know, there's been a just a massive group of people that have come to church with me that I would have never been able to interact with had I just been in full-time ministry. And I, I'm yeah. not knocking full-time ministry. No, I'm me just either. simply saying there's there's tons of opportunity to engage in the culture when you're in, when you're working and I mean, cause this is the, I think the biggest issue is we have this secular sacred divide. Yes. And I don't believe that there is like, it's all sacred. I agree. Like it's, it's all should be, I mean, the scripture tells us that we should work as unto the Lord. Like, so we're like our work that we have at, you know, DSR, Patriot or wherever you work, that's your, um, that's your mission field. For sure. Absolutely. And, that, and I've told the guy who owns our company, I, I feel like DSR is my mission field. And I've had more opportunity to share Christ there and do it in that environment than I do anywhere else. And I'm, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm a pastor. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's just like one of those, it's crazy. It's Well, you know, and so many people, 
you know, you, you you hear the story, but you get on a plane or you sit down next to somebody. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a pastor. And they're everybody just shuts down. They either shut down or their 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 countenance totally changes. Their personality changes, and they they feel like they have to be guarded. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, they were cussing two seconds before, and then they oh you're oh oh, oh I'm oh, sorry, and they totally everything. Yeah. Which I mean, I and guess when it's they not accidentally horrible. Let one slip, they're like oh I'm sorry, I'm pastor. so sorry, I'm so sorry, and which. I guess that's not a horrible thing that they want to try to, you know, that they, they obviously they see that there's, there's a difference in you. I mean, maybe they should, but I'm the same way. I I hate telling people that I'm a pastor just simply because I don't want them to be like, oh, he's going to try to convert me. Yeah. Like, just watch me have a conversation with you and you're going to walk away saying, saying things like, wow, that was John Mathis. Mm -hmm. He, did you know he showed up at my new church? No. He drove from Lawton, Oklahoma. All the way to Cedarville, Kansas, <laughs> and showed up and blew my mind. Like I didn't even know he was supposed to. Like, I was standing there looking at him, and I was like, "That's, that's that awesome. guy looks like John Mathis." And he he just stood there with his arms crossed, and like this hateful just scowl on his face. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I ran up and hugged him. I said, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I heard my buddy got a new gig," and I was like, "Because he always told me, because he would travel with me when I go speak places." Yeah. And anytime, like, I was like, why do you do this? He's like, you know when you've got a friend in a crappy band and you just love him, you want to support him? This is your crappy band. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. that's okay. But, like, he has heard the gospel at least, uh, we're at 17 times now. Because he's, and so. Because he travels with you. Because he's been with me. Yeah. And so I'm like, golly, this is insane. That that God works like God works in this stuff. Yeah, and He works in the middle of where we are. Yeah, and I think the huge difference in you know telling a stranger on a plane that you're a pastor and they suddenly change who they are, and people in your business where you work mm-hmm. knowing you're a pastor is they have that relationship with you. Yep, they like know who you are. Guys, some of these guys at Patriot I've worked with for almost six years, mm-hmm. and. They know I'm a pastor, but they also know who I am. Yeah. And so they're not afraid to be themselves around me. Sure. Um, and I'm not afraid to talk to them about Exactly. Jesus. Yeah, so. people know people know exactly. And mm-hmm. it's it's funny because sometimes people will come and ask me, hey, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Just because they know where I stand. Yeah, exactly. Um, interesting stuff. I just love it. Um, so we got plenty of time. What... Uh, do you wish that DC Talk would put together an actual tour and not just some cruise? One hundred percent, yes. Like when they came out, when they were, when they played the field that year. Remember the year they came out and they they teased, they teased us like it was like okay, guys. I need uh-huh. you all to understand. Jeremy and I have been DC Talk fans, just probably um, unhealthy <laughs> DC Talk fans. Let me let me let me let, invite you into my kitchen for a moment. My wife was a DC Talk fan as well, and we have had the it was around the time that they were teasing the cruise and everything, mm-hmm. and we've literally had the conversation. It doesn't matter where the concert is. We're going. It doesn't matter how much the tickets are. We're going. We will be there. I told Jamie the same thing. I was like, I do not. And we care. both said it like we both came at it individually. Like, oh yeah, we're doing this, and. They've teased the idea of doing a mini tour even this year, I think. Yeah. But I haven't heard anything about it. They keep it. doing it. And I'm like, come on, guys. Let's 
So I, I mean, I will go. I'm going to tag them in this podcast, Great. and I'm going to yes. Michael, Kevin, Toby, if you're listening, um, we want a tour. Or at least one show. Give us a show. In the States, not on water. In the States, yeah. Not on, no. Not in some international water where I have to get a, a, a passport. I want it. I, yeah, it, I want to. I don't want to have to have a passport to come see you. Or nope. be stuck on a boat for seven days especially with a bunch with, of people. Yeah, especially with, yeah. Yeah. We said we weren't going to say the no, word. we're not going to. Not going to say it. Don't say it. But, um, yeah. And even if, if it was a tour... I might go to more than one show. If I might. I, if I can. I mean, I have to mortgage my Tulsa house, and Oklahoma okay. City. Yeah, right. That's right. Or Kansas City. I'll take Kansas City. Oh, come on. Let's go. Yeah. So what do you, what's your plan? What What do you, what, what's your goals for the next five years of your life? What's your plan? What do you want, what do you want to do? So I have, you know, I kind of stopped making goals when God told me I was done with youth ministry. Okay. Why? Like, because my goal was to be a youth pastor my whole adult life. So, okay, let me tease that for a second. Okay. So if that was your whole goal for your entire life, was there like this moment where you were like, what else is there now? Yes. And so, like, how, how have you handled that? Um, a lot of conversation with some smart people that are older than me that I trust, like my pastor and my dad. And just, I mean, I literally asked the question one day about six months into not being paid to do ministry because that's what I thought my whole life would be <laughs> and asking am I still following God's will for my life and my dad was like well I think God's will is obedience absolutely and so are you obeying what he's told you to do well yep. yeah okay then I think you're good and you're walking in God's will and so I've kind of I've kind of up to that point lived with the, I want to, you know, I want to see the future. I want to know what's going to happen. I want to plan for the future and know, you know, where am I going to be in five years or 10 years? And God was like, why don't you just obey me today? Mm, and nice. if you obey me today, every day, then I'm going to lead you on the steps to prepare you for the future. I like that. And that's just taking of, it a day at a time. Yeah. And so we've been in Bartlesville since 2013 has it been that long? It's been seven years. This summer will be seven years. Man. And which means it will be six years at the church and at the dealership, which is the longest I've we've ever lived in or worked at one place. And, and you're are, are, you, are you content? Absolutely. Okay. I love it. Isn't it and interesting my wife loves how that works? The things that she's doing and we love our kids love where they're at in school and church and life and their friends. And like, we're happy here. We're content and we're just taking God's plan one day at a time. And so I've just come to believe that, I mean, it's okay to plan. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's okay to make plans. Right, sure. Um, but as far as like the five year, 10 year plan, if I'm still doing what I'm doing right now in five years, I'll be okay. Sweet. Um, but I'm going to follow God today. And hopefully do the same tomorrow. And I'm not perfect at it, but I'm just trying to live one day at a time. Nice, nice. Um, favorite sports team? Um, OU Sooners football. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we questions. I just 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 random. Just I have no notes. Like we're <laughs> literally, I'm shooting from the hip. So. You know, we're Pokes fans here. I know. So that's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, 
if you could spend an hour with someone theologically oh, alive or dead, who would it be? And Jesus, no, Jesus is obviously the, <laughs> the, the the go-to answer. I can't say Jesus other than Jesus. I think, and I think you'll you you'll understand this. I think Bob Goff. <laughs> like, I get him when it comes. I mean, I know he's not super deep theologically, but he's simple. I'd like, yeah. And I mean, you and I saw him we, last year. We did, and we got to meet him and get big old Bob hugs. We did. That was like I checked that off. That was like that was a oh that was that a was a goal. List. That was a bucket list thing. I wanted For the Bob hug. Sure. I so a little backstory on that. I I saw online just I don't know randomly. I saw it on Facebook that said, "Hey, Bob's going to be in Tulsa." And I texted Jeremy. I was like, what are you doing tonight? And he this said... This was like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It was at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He's like, uh, I've got something church, going... Yeah, like church you, stuff. Yeah. It was a Wednesday night. Yeah, it was a Wednesday night. And I was like, whatever you are planning to do tonight, you need to stop it. And you're going with me. And <laughs> you did. And we ended up going together and saw Bob. And it was... I, awesome. I had, had a great My evening. son still talks about that. Like, he loved it. And he's never... I mean, he's listened to some Bob stuff. And, and that picture is still... He's read the books... The kid's book. Still on my phone. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> He's on my phone somewhere. He was yeah. my yeah, he was my profile picture on lots of places. Lots for, of places for a, for a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my wife, of course, we're the same age, so her fortieth year bucket list, she has like four authors, podcasters that she wants to meet, and Bob is on that list. So I'm watching that church's Facebook page like a mm-hmm. hawk to see if he comes back. I actually, you know, I messaged them like a month ago. I was like, hey, is he? and they still haven't responded to me. No. They still haven't responded. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> it was like right around this time of year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was this. Th- it was actually, I think it may have been this, this month, this month or this week that we went. Because it, 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 yeah, I, I'm almost positive. It may have been... In April, but I'm pretty sure that it's it was this time that last year, right around this right. time. Because I think I remember looking. Because I remember doing that and doing that. That's oh, yeah. So if they do that again, that would be nice. I mean, for sure, my wife will go. Hopefully, I will go as well. I would love to see him again, but she, she'll probably because normally, him. if you go, if you want to go see him, you got to pay. Right, you got to pay some cash. But yeah, they did it for it was a free event. I know. Super nice of them to do that. I love that. Um, favorite place to travel? Florida right now. Really? Yeah. We've gone on vacation to Pensacola Beach. I'm going to stop looking at that. It'll distract me. Um, twice in the last few years. And uh, we really love it. Like, our life normally is kind of high high velocity i guess yeah i don't know we're all there's always something between a kid's sport yep. event or you're like us we got a lot going on yeah, all the time yeah. yep. um, kids will do that to you and we go to florida and make pretty much no plans we stay in a condo that's across the street from the beach nice and we get up in the morning and we go to the beach till it gets crowded at noon if it does and then we eat, and then we eat again, and we might go back to the beach. Nice. And the the most, this year we were there, over, last year, was it last year? Last time we were there, we were there over 4th of July. It was mm-hmm. last year. And so that was the most planning we ever did, was to plan to get down to the beach on time to watch fireworks, because it got super crowded. Nice. Pensacola Beach is kind of an island yeah. peninsula thing. 
So way to get down there, but that like that island, I'm surprised it doesn't sink into the ocean. But as many people are on there for Fourth of July, and then we go over to the Naval uh, Air <clears throat> Museum that's in, in Pensacola because that's where the Blue Angels are nice. based out of. So, so you enjoy it, it's it's good to it's it's relaxing. Rest. Just yeah, to rest. there's no plan. There's no like oh what you know if we want to go do something then we just go do it but if we don't it doesn't matter that's awesome and it's about the only time in our life that we get that on a for a week at a time anyways good so yeah that's my favorite spot right now love it all right well thanks for coming on the show thanks for having me would you dismiss us in prayer sure let's pray sweet yeah god i thank you for caleb and for the ministry that he has through uh northfield radio and through his church and just through his job like we talked about um, I just ask that you would continue to bless him and his family. Um, I ask that you can surround them and protect them and uh, watch over them and continue to guide them, guide each of us one day at a time and help us to honor you and follow you each day. And I uh, just thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Enjoy Bye. your week. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.